0: Q is for queen becoming a queen to your king we don't have in this society we don't have um a king and a queen we have one or the other don't we in biblical times you did have the king and the queen the person married to the king would be the queen do you feel like a queen to your king The dictionary definition of a queen is a woman that is foremost or preeminent in any respect. A woman that is foremost or preeminent in any respect. Is that how you feel in your marriage? Do you feel like you are being treated like a queen? Do you feel that you are a queen? irrespective of how your husband sees you or treats you do you feel like a queen in and of yourself do you feel like you are being um, placed in the foremost position by your husband do you feel like you are number one in his life most of us say i want to be the number one Well, actually, I I want to be the number two because I don't want to be married to a man who doesn't put Jesus first. My husband will tell you that the thing he loves about me and the thing that he fell in love with me for is the fact that I put Jesus first and I love Jesus more than I love him. And it's so true. I think it's because it takes the pressure off him, (laughs) to be honest. I think it's very difficult to be Number one, for someone to put you as number one, that's a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. I mean, that means that that person is looking to you for everything, to fulfill everything, to satisfy everything about you. And for me, the only person that can possibly do that is Jesus Christ. My husband is number two. He's number one as an earthly figure in my life. My children come after him. He is my number two. Now, as a woman, if you feel like you aren't number two after God, where does that leave you? If you don't feel foremost or you don't feel preeminent, do you feel like you come behind his mother or his sister or his female friends or his sport or his other interests? Because quite often if we don't feel like we have the foremost position in our husband's lives, we do begin to feel neglected, we begin to feel frustration, we begin to feel as if we're not good enough or there's a cause or a reason or it's because we're not the way physically the way that our husband would like us to be and therefore we are on a constant battle to become that person. To look like that person, the person that we maybe see on screens, the Hollywood movie that we've watched where the man is so besotted and over the moon with his wife that he can't do enough for her. Do we come away feeling like we have to now be that person? I'd like you to remember that your husband chose you. You may not be the same person that you were when you first met, but your character wouldn't be too far removed from that. There are qualities that he chose you for, and those qualities are probably still there. If other things have overridden those qualities so that they're hardly recognisable, then you do have some work to do. But the fact is, he did choose you. So comparing yourself to other people, he, he could have had those other people, or at the very least, he could have decided not to have you. But he did choose you, and there'll be a reason for that. Quite often when we speak with couples, especially if there's problems in their marriage, we, we like to think about, we like them to think about, why did you choose this person in the first place? And as they begin to talk about the early stages and what appealed to them and what drew them to each other, quite often the thing that's causing them the problem begins to lower. It doesn't disappear, of course not, but it lowers because there's a, a bit of remembrance. The memory banks are now pulling forward the good things about the person. Very, very rarely, very rarely, is it the physical element. Even when they say, "I just saw her," and I knew, it's not the physical they're seeing. It was the spirit in that person. A lot of people say, a lot of men will say, "I saw her in worship, and I saw a tear fall, and I saw her love for God, I saw her heart ache for the nation, I saw her 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 earnest." Um, requests as she prayed to God for others that's what they fall in love with they see the servant heart they see the kindness has all that disappeared has all that gone away comparing yourself to others is a very 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 dangerous activity because you will of course you won't match up because a they're probably not real and b there's a perception An external perception of others that's far from the truth. Think about your own self, the perception that you give to others, the imagery that you give to others. Do you wake up looking like that? I mean, some of you maybe do. But most of us don't. There's a certain preparation that allows us to present ourselves to the world. And when people see that, they have a desire and they say, I wish I could be like her. But you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You don't know what that person struggles with. So as a queen, understanding that you are a queen in your own right, first and foremost. My question is, do you behave like a queen? Because if you're not behaving like a queen, then it's not attractive, first and foremost. But secondly, There is an expectation, when you think about the Queen, Queen Elizabeth II, there is an expectation that she will present herself a certain way, behave in a certain way, fulfill a certain role and be loyal to her position. She's held as an example to others. The Bible talks about you know um how children need to you you know there's a part in the bible that talks about being an elder i think it's in titus and it talks about being an elder and the expectations that come from an for, for being an elder how the wife should be and how the children should be and so it's not just about you in a marriage it's about those around you and representing the requirements of being a child of god you are reflecting Christ in all that you do. So if your language does not reflect Christ, then we need to review that. If your presentation or your output, your abs- the absence of serving in your household or in your life doesn't reflect Jesus Christ, you need to look at that. Because, of course, with the responsibility, uh, I beg your pardon, with the title comes a responsibility, you do need to uphold it. If you speak to anybody who is in the public eye, whether it's celebrity, whether it's, an, you know, someone who, you know, Bill Gates, for example, who, you know, is an inventor of something. There is an expectation that they would either produce something or they would behave in a certain way. All eyes are upon them. But if you were to have a one on one conversation with him, you'd probably discover that what you think to be true isn't his reality.